Yes, we have stooped to this low where we're now doing shows about Star Trek ships that you need to give a shit about. G'day, everyone. Welcome. (laughs) If it's the first time here, you're in for a ride. If it's your returning time, you're still hanging out with us. That's awesome. And remember to like, share, and subscribe and all that good stuff. I am with two amazing co-hosts and really the brains of this operation. And that is Jason Roy Gaston, who's all about fish and chips. (laughs) <laughs> I really like that as an Aussie. I do like that. And of course, below, I don't know why he's below today, but Captain Joe Dove, how are you? I am well. I am beamed right into the Starship from my own Spectrum Singsorum ship. I'm happy to be with you guys to talk about Starships that really matter. Yeah. Yeah, I was joking. I'm actually excited about this because I'm someone who really appreciates the Star Trek ships, but doesn't go really deep into into all the background and that of them. So hopefully I'm going to learn something tonight, guys. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's a, it's a, it's a fun idea. And, and, and certainly, you know, I appreciate all the audience out there you know, going along with us as we kind of restructure this show. We obviously all decided we're not talking about new content, so we need to go back. So I think it was uh, Jason who suggested, hey, Remember how you got me trapped into the show in the first place? (laughs) And I went, yeah, that's right. That was our white van episode, as I like to call it. Yes. That was just like, you told me there would be ice cream and puppies. (laughs) I said candy and kittens, so uh, it worked. No, but that is that is true, right, guys? It's the first yeah, this time is we met Jason. Was, yeah. yeah, that was so. I'm excited to to kind of go with this. I bet you guys, obviously, oh. you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. Just all right. Well, right let's just get veins. cracking. Yeah, I, I just think we just go for it. Here we are. We're going to go through. Now, can someone explain to me what the format is tonight? It's four ships we're going to talk about. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, we are going to talk about four <laughs> Federation starships from the Those Old Scientists era that you may or may not have heard of, but we think deserve a little bit of special spotlight. We're going to talk about what we like about them and why we think they're important. But, of course, you can't talk about those old scientists without talking about that old starship. Mm-hmm. Because she's That's just... Beautiful. Perfect. Now, the Can one perfect one thing Golden I love showing everything I love about recanning canoning is that a word? Uh, starships is what they did with the Enterprise show in the Mirror World, where they had the Defiant, which was a lost ship that got stuck with the Tholians, mm-hmm. and it was basically the, the, this ship. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, I think look, let's go back to basics just the brilliance of the initial design of the ship because. It, it was already built in iconography that they mashed together. We have a flying saucer, which straight out design wise looks to come out of any film in the 1950s sci fi. And then you have rockets. And in the 60s, we're all about the rocket age. You mash those two concepts together. And it's just become, as we know, 60 odd plus years now of being such an iconic image. Yeah, you know, Enterprise, the Connie class to me has never been topped as far Mm -hmm. as recognizable, beautiful starships that are wonderful to look at from any angle. Nobody really appreciates what a great accomplishment that is whenever you come across a starship that looks great no matter how you look at it. Um, This this ship follows the golden ratio. I mean, she just just draws your eye in. I think she's the most Mm. beautiful... A spaceship that science fiction has ever produced and i actually think that the movie refit is better than this one but she's still beautiful now when you say the movie refit are you referring to the motion picture refit or the a the well they're both the same thing but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. in reality yeah yeah i'm talking about the uh the connie refit from the motion picture onwards yeah i always wonder why they didn't just bring this ship and then refit it down the road from money yeah, that's a good money. <laughs> so we should probably start to go through some of these slides. Hey, um, let's have a look here. Uh, what is this? That, my friend, is the Daedalus class starship. Now, I kind of cheated a little bit with this one because we said we were only going to look at those old scientist era starships. Yeah. This one is a little <laughs> bit pre 
those old scientists. But according to canon, it was still in use whenever the original Enterprise was flying around. The, the last few Daedalus-class starships were being phased out during this time. Uh, this is a canon design because it was in Ben Sisko's office as a model. Yep. So, oh. and this is uh, the USS, uh, the ship from um, that crashed in... I can't remember the name the of the McKinley, episode. McKinley, they call in this one. That one's yeah. the McKinley, yes. But um, another ship there. The the USS oh. Horizon from uh, the uh, a classic Star Trek was a was a Daedalus class, and the Essex from that episode where Power Play, whenever Worf and Troy and Data got possessed by evil spirits from a crashed starship, the the Essex was also a Daedalus class starship. Wow. I, look again from a simplistic point of view. All I'm seeing in the middle there, it, it looks like it's a shaving cream can, <laughs> and they got a tennis ball. <laughs> they got some good gaffer tape, I reckon, and away you go. But well, I love again the simplicity of the design and why I make it so memorable. And you know, once you get into some of the pseudoscience of this, the design kind of makes sense in its own bizarre way, doesn't it? It does, but, yeah. Like everything fits for a reason, you know. You can't say that with Star Wars ships, I think. No, at some points, no. no. You Doesn't... know, they have to go back and retroactively do things to them to make it kind of make sense. But yeah, yeah. The, ma the mandibles are totally where you'd put an escape pod. Nobody believes that. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I like about this ship is the ratio between the nacelles and the actual hull, the main base of the ship. It's not like dinky nacelles and then big old ship or big old ship and dinky nacelles. It's a good balance uh, throughout. I've got to say, a United Federation of Planets, I do agree with this one. Source to separate, you would never stop. You would just keep rolling like a ball. Would you? It'd be like a big hamster ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good Everyone's one. Everyone's kind of running on the inside. Just to try to yeah. Get on the outer side. We can go. Make Ensign Ricky tripped. It's too late. It's too late. He'll come back around in a minute. Uh, all right. Let's have a look at this next one. Oh, well, it's, yeah, it's we have more shots. Is that a horizon event or an event horizon? That's the USS Horizon yes. from uh, from the original series. Uh, it was a ship from there. And uh, I've one thing I forgot to mention is that the, the Daedalus classes are what the Federation used to fight the Romulan War as well. So they were they came along after the NX class. Yes, I like the spherical. I like the spherical um, saucers. They're not saucers, you know. They're they're yeah. balls, but you know, I like yeah. a ship with balls. All it's, I'm it thinking now is I wish no... the movie Event Horizon was a Star Trek movie, <laughs> and that all happened on the USS Horizon. Do you? Kind of cool. Do you want to know my theory? What's that? I think that Event Horizon started out as a Star Trek Voyager script. Oh, I really do. Because honestly, okay. watch that movie and imagine Captain Janeway in the the uh, um, Lawrence Fishburne's role. It fits. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's wow. my it's conspiracy creepy. theory. Okay. I have I like no it. evidence, and I will not be taking questions from the press. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of the oh, cool here we go. We got a we got a good question here. All right, if you guys were captains of your own oh, ships. Dude. What vessel class would you want to be the captain of? Mine would be the Nebula. Hmm. hmm. So great like, question. We may come back to the answer that one. I want to think on that one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. And then, and then we'll, yeah. we'll definitely we won't forget the question. We'll come back to it later in the show. I'll start it. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other thing about this ship is you you may notice that there's no uh, deflector dish. So I think that was yeah. a, a design flaw in this. And it does have a deflector. Where? Take a look. Do you see right there where there are f uh, four dots? Yeah. On the ship, and kind of in the shape of a T. Those yeah. are rudimentary deflector dishes. Oh, they yeah. had to have more than one. Oh, there are places. four dishes. <laughs> Navia goes. It's space balls. You, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> in fact, that's what it is. It's space balls. I could see these as like a uh, a space balls type fighter or something. You know, Lord <laughs> Helmet. You know. Release the attack balls. <laughs> but like all right, it. we got I we got more from here. This is a bit cool. more of a. Oh, what's this from? This looks like a screenshot from a film. I think that this is either a fan film or it's a. Yeah, I think this is a, a screenshot from a, a fan film on YouTube called the called Daedalus. All right, and it's just it's just ship porn. It's a Daedalus class flying around and fighting nice. with a Romulan ship, and it's nice. beautiful. Yeah. All right. 
Okay, we're moving on to something else here. This uh, the class name Saladin. Yes, the Saladin class Saladin. airship. It is Australian a destroyer. I know it's fine. It, it looks like uh, a prerequisite to the the, the Reliant. No way. Yes, uh, this is uh, this is kind of an odd design. Mm-hmm. The canon behind this is that the Federation needed to construct ships to patrol the neutral zones, both on the Romulan and Klingon side of the borders. And to do that, they wanted to build a ship out of as few parts as possible. And so they took a saucer and a uh, nacelle strut and a nacelle and just basically turned it into a saucer on a skateboard. I don't uh, want to go and warp on that thing. Oh, yes. Uh, the Saladin, by the way, also canon because it appeared on a display during Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Oh, yes. So that's why these ships matter because they are canon and they did have a yes. historical significance in the Star Trek universe. Yes, I don't know. I just it makes no sense to think like this, but I have a feeling this thing would have problems steering. I don't know. <laughs> I, no, the, the I see Trek. this as a ship that is possibly even more dangerous to serve on than the Oberth class. <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically if you if you had okay, imagine. Captain Zap Brannigan from Futurama throwing <laughs> men and men and men at the enemy. Imagine as uh, uh, Zap Brannigan is the Federation and the Saladin class is his men. It's that like, guy. oh, Klingons are coming. Send 500 Saladins that way. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. The other reason I don't want to be on that ship is you said they needed cheap ships to monitor the neutral zone. That's a death wish. Yes, it like is. Like to get on there. You are there's only one way flight, and that's to the neutral zone. Ugh. I love the I love the logic of the deflector dish. It's just, hey, we built this cheap ship. There's no place <laughs> to put the deflector dish. Well, we gotta have it on there somewhere. Well, what do you want me to do? Put it on a stick? Yes. Hey, yes. Here's a good question. Is the warp core in the saucer? No, I think it's in the base of the nacelle, because the nacelle is a little bit shaped differently. Yeah. It's a little bit wider than the normal nacelle, so I think they just kind of like mixed it in. I don't really think they put that much thought into it, to be perfectly yeah. honest, because they didn't have the vertical warp cores back then. They had the horizontal warp cores. Yeah, yeah. so it could be in the saucer. I don't know. Could be in the neck, uh, as yeah. you know, that had to have been a snug little ship. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And this this ship was reimagined in Strange New Worlds as the USS Archer in the very first episode. So there you know. go. And this is what it would look like. Sailing home. Yeah. It just feels like one of those, you know, three wheeler cars. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the ones that cars with three wheels. <laughs> yeah, if you turn too sharply, you're gonna roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it that, really the, does. They, if if uh, Top Gear is still around in the 23rd century, they'd be making fun of this ship. <laughs> Probably, they'd be crashing it into asteroids. Going, oh, oh my me. god, what a what a <laughs> great idea for a How show. Do we, someone, where do, do, we, do we recreate <laughs> Top Gear, but you do it in Star Trek? <laughs> Star Trek yeah. Where the where the hell do we park our shuttle? Oh, there is no shuttle bay. Well, there's no shuttle bay. <laughs> well, they want me to use the transporter. Uh, it's oh, interesting. Okay. It's interesting about this ship. Is it reminds me of the USS Kelvin from Star Trek Beyond? Uh, it, yeah, it really. No, no, no. Does. This is the first Star Trek. I think it was just called Star Trek. It, yeah, Star yeah, Trek Nine is what I call it. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, but it, it has everything almost the same as the as the Kelvin ship, except for that secondary hull above it. Yeah, it, it really does. And, and you know, I loved the Kelvin. I thought the Kelvin was great. Ah, here we go. One, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this is now we're getting to something interesting. Yes, What's this, this is the this is the Pioneer class. This okay. is a this is a ship class that appeared in Star Trek Online and then was fully canonized with the third season of Star Trek Picard, because if you look very closely and squint, especially in the last shot of this, of the series at the, at the museum, whenever the enterprise, uh, a spoiler alert, by the way, when the <laughs> enterprise D is parked at the, at the fleet museum for the last time, if you look very closely, you can see it down there in one of those lower rings. Wow, so this was okay. another Star Trek online ship that was canonized. I love this design. This is the first ship you're given whenever you play the, uh, the, those old scientist missions. Yeah. Uh, and I love it because to me, it looks like a, it looks like a primitive constitution class. It's like the first idea they came up with and yeah. the con, the Connie came after it. Gives me a little bit of an NX vibe too. Uh, what is that thing below the saucer though? That's the secondary hull. Yes. It's just That's, got a very short secondary hull. Right. And it also reminds you of the, the shadow, I think the reconstitution class ship in Picard as well. 
Yes. That, uh, that Ensign Rowe finally uh, made it to the, the great wormhole aliens in the sky. But yes, it, that ship that seemed like it was mean because like when it came up, which is one of the, my most favorite shots in Star Trek. It is. It's, it's got a weird ship name and I can never remember. It's like the Deoster or the Ulster class or something like that. But right. yeah, I, it does. It looks yeah. a lot like this ship. I, yeah. It looks even more like it in the next slide if you want to click Ooh, on it. There yeah. we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I thought I love that moment when that ship just comes up out of like the yeah, it was blown up on the nacelle and then it just comes back like you mother, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love that. That was such a great shot. It's like if you All punch right. Mr. It's like if you have Mr. T tied up and you punch him and he slowly looks up like this, and even yeah. though he's helpless, you know you're dead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so um this ship. Uh, oh, that's another good shot of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The next shot is my favorite because it shows how it appeared in Star Trek Picard, and it gives you a little bit more detail into it. So there you go. There it is oh, at, okay. the, at the Fleet Museum, USS Pioneer. Mm, beautiful. So that's your start out ship in Star Trek Online. Yes. Uh, if you if you do the those old scientists mission. Right. So that's your that's your before you get to the uh, original Enterprise. Yes, yes, I haven't gotten that far. I, I have to admit, I kind of gave up on those missions, but I do love the Pioneer. I think it's a very cool ship. Yeah, and it also reminds me of the Farragut. Mm -hmm. like the, the design is it's kind of compact and like pieces of what you're familiar with it are showing up again in person, and it makes you feel at home yet different. <laughs> yes, and Beautiful. it's a great, it's a great way to start because you don't have like the raging. 12 photon torpedoes or quantum torpedoes or whatever they are at that time. And you only probably have one or two phaser banks. It's a very basic ship to get you off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the weaponry in these some of these ships. Yeah, probably fairly limited, right? Right. And nothing oh, yeah. like the Constitution class. You know, flip the nacelles upside down. You've got a California class. That's true. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> well, with a little nub on the top. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Very nice. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Here we go. This is where you think, like, this is for me. I look at this and go, it's like someone added NOS to a starship. It's like, yes. Is that the idea? This thing could go faster and harder. This is the Federation class dreadnought. And this right. was, uh, despite what they said about the USS Defiant being the first warship constructed by the Federation, this was the first warship uh, created by the Federation. Um, it has three nacelles to generate a more powerful warp field, not necessarily for more speed, but for right. more power. You will also notice that it has a dish on its butt that is for... Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, that is for communications, and it has three dishes on the front and a shuttle bay that, that faces the front, which makes this not a very good-looking oh, ship, yeah. but yeah. it is ugly <laughs> for a purpose. It uh, It is just there to fight. According to the lore, only about six of these were ever commissioned because whenever they were created, the, the Confederation Council was like, oh, we don't do warships. We'll make six of them, but we don't do warships. <laughs> no. They... Yeah, um. It looks expensive too. Let's be honest. Yes, yes. More this is why the Saladins. This is why the Saladins only had one nacelle. So they had to. Yeah. They had to give the other one to the Federation class. Yeah. Uh, Commander, I, don't forget. Guys, no sorry. Ernesto says Commander Rose ugly ship. Yes. Uh, I don't think Rose. I love that ship that Rose had. I don't think it was that ugly. <laughs> that was All right. Fun. Oh, here we go. This is a more upgraded version. It's the same one, just better lit. I think it's just better lit. Yeah. 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 Very nice. There, and like there a we go. Era version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. So, you know, and that's the thing. You're kind of limited in um, in this era because they didn't really do a lot of development with ships, did they? No. Well, no. budget-wise, we got the Constitution and and that's it. We never yeah. really got any other Federation starships except for the Antares class, which is... Right. When did, did that really start to take Here. off? <clears throat> when did what the, take off? The whole concept of classes, because like you said, Constitution class was the only class for what ten years, was it? And they really never called it a Constitution class because never they had called, a name. No, they called it a Starship class. If you ever look at the mm. dedication plaque on the original Enterprise, it says Starship mm. class. <laughs> 
Yeah. They didn't know what it was. I don't know when they started calling it a constitution class. I think that started out as a, oh, there we go, a Duderstadt class. Duderstadt. It was that named, is, yeah. a geek killed it says it was named after the late wife of Doug Drexler. Yes, exactly. It was Absolutely. amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, named out of the late wife of Doug Drexler. Oh, well, that's, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's nice. nice. I, I like yeah. how Star Trek is honoring people who are in the uh, in the Star Trek family who lose family members, how they always yeah. do a reference towards them. Like, right. Like they did with, yeah, I, I think that's really, yeah. The Eisenberg yeah. and then the Nebula in, uh, in Strange New Worlds. I, I just think that's just lovely that they do that. Yeah. Back to that point I was bringing up before, though. I wouldn't mind finding out when this happened. So when they, was it, in the movies, do you think it was a TNG era where all of a sudden all these different class of ships were starting to come into the fold? Um, I think Geek Filter said it was the animated series. Yeah, TAS. Unless he was talking about something else. Well, yeah, the TAS. But that was probably what we got a second class then, or we started to really branch out from We, that we did saying? get a second class. We got the uh, USS Bellerophon whenever they ended up in a temporal fold because it was supposed to be the first warp-capable Federation ship and it kind of broke continuity a little bit. Yeah. But um, I don't. I, I honestly no, okay. don't remember. I'll, t- I'll take Geek Filter's uh, word. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely... It's, it's, his word is gold as far that. as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's now there's dozens, right? There's dozens and dozens of classes. Oh, yes. And I ships. love them all, mostly. Yeah. As mostly. I said, we I think we need to do a sequel to this called... Uh, Ships that should be Wolf 359. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, you know, there's something you've touched on here already tonight, which is interesting to me, is like Star Trek Online, like it's as far as most of the fans think, it's what? It's canon. So any ships that are in there are worth talking about? I would say canon adjacent because yeah. it's... Uh, Definitely not canon. It, it actually uh, contradicts a lot of the official canon. But I like that they are taking ships from this game and they are making them canon uh, later. Yeah, so, okay, let's define canon then for Star Trek. Because I know what it is for Star Wars. I know where, where the bus gets on and off for me. For Star Trek, where does where is the line? When does it become canon? Is it TV? Is it books? Is it... Where does that go? Okay, so um, the way I've heard it is that you have Alpha Canon and Beta Canon. Alpha Canon is anything that has appeared on screen, whether it is movies, television, animated. Those are those are Alpha Canon. Those are Alpha Canon. Beta probably the Canon most people would associate themselves with. Yes, Beta Canon is um, Star Trek Online and the new Canon books, and then you have. Uh, they haven't really come up with a name for it. In Star Wars, they call it Legends. Mm-hmm. So that would be all the novels pre... or um, all the Disney takeover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. That would be all the novels before they did the, uh, the gigantic reboot where they basically destroyed the novel universe. Hmm. Okay. So Geek Filter answered uh, a question we had earlier. The Ares was the first non-Constitution class starship shown on screen, but the Bonaventure. Bonaventure. Bonaventura. Bonaventura. Again, Australian accent. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fantastic. No, that's really good. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it is interesting now where we get to a point where in that area, it's, it's very classically designed, very much of its era. And I like the fact that they don't make massive leaps as we go forward, as we will show as we go through this. We'll be doing one of these once a month for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I'm thrilled, can I say, that that Terry Metallus has a love for the Constitution class enough oh, that yeah. we, it's now back. Yeah. I love, I love that the Constitution class USS New Jersey showed up at the Fleet Museum the mm-hmm. way that it was in, in the TOS era because it tells me that that's what Kirk's going to get that Pike's enterprise is going to be refit and it's going to be turned into that the Yorktown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. he's going to get down other ship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like I, I when we, strangely world canon is raising a few eyebrows, isn't it? At the moment, in regards to canon, 
Some people are confused whether this is a, <laughs> the a reimagining, this is a retelling, is this the same canon, is everything going to interlink? And you know what? If I was the writers, I'd turn around and say, it is what it's going to be. Now, mm. you know, I don't, I don't think canon is really that important. And I no, like, and that's, that's, yeah, yeah I agree. I, I like how they took that one episode where Laon went back in time to uh, basically save Khan from getting uh, killed. Mm -hmm. And we hear, oh, yeah, this was supposed to have happened in 1996. But, you know, that temporal Cold War is just like messing everything up. What a perfect explanation for every time canon doesn't work. Yeah. How it's, it's oh, it's, yeah, you know, that's how it used to be. But, yeah, the temporal Cold War messed everything up. Actually, um, that's a brilliant idea. It is. It, it is absolutely brilliant. Get out of jail free card. Yeah. Temporal and Cold War. Yeah, but, you know... Um, well, what we'll be doing next is focusing on the cinema, I think, ships, are we not? Is that how it was going to go, Jace? What was the next era we're going to move on we from could this when we come cinema. back and do another episode of this? Yes, the, uh, the those old scientist movies. Let's talk mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. the, uh, oh, then, then we get into some of the most beautiful ships, including the Excelsior. Oh, yes. yeah. I love all of her 80s glory. Yeah. I don't I know, this. man, like. Yeah, it's the A for me. When we get to that, it's the A. A is gorgeous. A is yes. Well, I will it's... not lie, but there was something about the It's the blue. I like the blue on the hull. I got a soft spot for the Grissom. I don't care if she makes no sense. I always thought she was cool. Yeah. Even yeah. if she blows up, if you just tap her just right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Devin said, as long as the story is good, I'm okay with Canon being wonky. And I think that's the perfect response. I think that's the attitude everyone should have. As long as we've got good, entertaining stories coming down the pipeline, so what if it's not perfect? Well, we all like X-Men films, didn't we? Yeah. None of them really connected. No, no not at all. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Patrick movies. Stewart was involved in those too. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, exactly. absolutely. Well, as long as Patrick Stewart's not writing the upcoming <laughs> stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's out. Oh, no. One of the best yeah. captains. Who told me? Was it? What did you guys say in the chat the other night about who the best captain? Cisco. Cisco. Right, yes, Cisco. Yeah. Cisco's the best captain, but I wouldn't want to serve uh, under him. Yeah, I don't know, man. No. Like, oh, he's a little too know. intense. I'm, I think I that's worth an episode one day to battle that out because uh, Cisco is is one of those captains that you'll follow into battle because he'll he'll rile you up and he'll do what needs to be done. In order to win, yeah, that's why it's too I, emotional. The thing is, though, I would, I love Cisco. I think he's the best captain, but Janeway would get me home alive. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, Cisco would be like, oh, enough, lost another one, but at least we got some tuna berries. You know, I like, don't care, Chakotay. I'm going back for them. I don't I care. I like my captains yeah. measured. Yes. And intellectual. So it is to me Picard or it's Janeway. It's one of those two. They're the mm. ones who I, I, I could not only go into battle with, but I respect all the way. Like, like Cisco had to make some decisions that uh, question how loyal I would be if I was serving under him. <gasps> Jason was wow. so upset with that. He bailed. Yeah, he was like, you don't talk so about How dare Cisco. you <laughs> talk about Cisco like that? I'm yeah. out. So he bailed her. Well, that was it anyway. We were tying up. So yeah. <laughs> might as well tap it. Guys, this is a pretty casual episode tonight. We love all your comments. Maybe we'll, we'll while we're here, maybe he's going to come back. Let's have a look at uh, some of the comments. Uh, let's go down. That was hilarious. Well, we kind of did them all. So, yeah, we kind of uh, went as well. We kind of went over them all as well. Starfleet. There you go. Yeah. Um, Either way, look, we're going to go, guys. This was a casual show. Next week, we are back with the Agony Booth. We've got TNG, The Child. That's going to be really exciting, Joe. Um, and we've already upset our other co-host with that, too, because I believe he likes that episode. So. Really? Did he? So, yes. Yeah, so, that'll be a lot of fun to do that next week. And, of course, the week after that, Joe will be back doing... Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. One of the We're going Star Trek. back to our film retrospective series on Star Trek movies. Yeah, and so, I'll and be that'll there. That'll be a time. lot of fun. I'm not traveling, so I'll be home. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. And Joe, do you want to give a little bit of a tease? We're, we're, we're talking to somebody in the next 24 hours, which is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, he's returned. He, he's returned. Whoa. I thought you really disagreed with me about Cisco there. No, it was the Temporal Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
I, I spent a few minutes never have being born. There you it go. was amazing. I fully recommend it. So, yes, we're going to have a good buddy of mine. He has a Guinness Book of World Record uh, playing the most aliens in Star Trek. So I am very excited to have him in section 31 and a half because we have questions. And that's going to be yes. a lot of fun. You guys, no, that will be amazing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, his name again. Sorry, Doe, you didn't drop his name. You, Bill you gave Blair. away everything else. Bill Blair. Bill Blair. Bill Blair. Yeah. So yes. we're talking to Bill Blair. I can't wait to have a chat to him uh, and get to know what his career is like. I mean, certainly takes a special type of patience to be in that makeup chair so much. I'm fascinated to, to have a chat to him. Yeah, that's going to be brilliant. Excellent. All right, guys, we're going to tie it up. Thanks for coming back for just for us to say goodbye, Jason. Yeah, say goodbye, Jason. Oh, absolutely. It's all good. It's all good. Would, uh, I would not miss it. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. All right. Thank oh, you he's, back. He's, he's back. back. he's back. What's going oh, on? I was going to end it right there because that was a perfect <laughs> cutaway. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Cisco rules. Indeed. I don't know, Ernesto. I don't know. Indeed. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. I don't think he's the best. He's the best for sure. Yeah, he. he yeah. Get, I like somebody that will, you know, ensure the job gets done. Mm. You know, what by any means necessary. Devin's blaming all this interruption on a couple of people right here. I think isn't he? Yeah, blame Q. Yeah, he did blame Q, and I think he's also blaming Khan at some point. No, I think because we're talking about the Wrath of Khan, so he went. Khan, all right. Khan. Khan. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to well, be a lot of yeah. fun. The carnage, yeah, I can't. I mean, does anybody watching this or in this right now not seen that movie a minimum of 10 times? Like, it is one of those movies, isn't it, that everybody, I think you're not even in, like, uh, a, the fandom that deep. You've seen that movie so yeah, many exactly. times. Don't forget about the question from Damien. Uh, what about, about Captain, oh Captain yes yeah, we we got, we can't, oh, I mind the easy <laughs> galaxy class galaxy class that's a great yeah, that's yeah. easy I mean I go back and forth because sometimes I go with the old, good old Odyssey class because it's got more power yeah yeah. I, though I really Jason's love muted himself let's unmute him you're, you're muted you're muted Jason you're muted. <laughs> I think he's still going off about this <laughs> <laughs> Have right. I been uh, muted this whole time? Yeah. I just yeah. gave a heartfelt For the last speech. hour, at least. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What was your favorite? What would be your starship? Yeah. All right. Which class? Which class? I once saw a refitted uh, Constitution class for the 25th season, a uh, 25th uh, century, and I thought it was really cool because it was a Connie, but it had the phaser strips and it had mm -hmm. new nacelles and everything, and I was like, oh, I want that because I love the Constitution class. Mm -hmm. If I couldn't have the Constitution class refitted for the 25th century, because you know I want the holodeck, mm -hmm. um, I would probably go with a Sovereign because I think the Sovereign is beautiful. And so this is when we get to them. This is where Star Trek starts to let me down visually. I really like the Odyssey. Sovereign, some of dope. the sovereigns. You don't like the sovereign? Sovereign's Odyssey beautiful. was really dope, though. Like the the Enterprise F, I thought that was a really slick design. You don't like that? Mate, honestly, I would rank the F and D <laughs> as the lowest. Really? Of yeah, oh. I would. Mm. No, that's that's, that's fighting words. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm Australian, so that's my excuse <laughs> on everything. Everything's upside down for you. Everything's weird. Like, <laughs> right, so, yeah. I mean, you got so much power with the F. You know, and the mm. heat. It's amazing. All right. Well, that's it. I think we just. I, I especially off. like the we way don't... the F showed up and did nothing. Yeah. Yes. It was so cool. <laughs> it shot yeah, fireworks. Yeah. It had its moment in the glory, yeah. and then it got blown it up. But, uh, but you, you know, know, to what? its credit, it did get Shelby killed. Yes. Yeah. You know what? In any other scenario, under any other writer, the fan reaction to that would have been nuclear. But he had written it so well. Yeah. And gave us so much joy at the end with the D. That it just didn't matter, did it? Right, right. Because you were like, everybody was so excited. When's the F coming? When's the F coming? When's the F coming? And it finally gets on screen. Yeah. Yay! And then it gets like jacked up. Oh! And then the D comes up. <gasps> Yay! So you just kind of like forgot all about what just happened and all your uh, your cannons like thrown yeah. out. And then in there. Uh, there we go. And then, so we hated 
two Enterprises. What was our? Oh, we got another one. What's the best looking Enterprise ships? I'm gonna go again. It's the for me. It's the D. It is the most organic looking. I love how smooth it looks. To me, it's yeah. To me, it's the one I go. That's the prettiest. But it's not my favorite. Yeah. Your favorite? My favorite's probably the A. The yeah, the Connie refit for me. Yeah. I think she's the most beautiful <laughs> yeah. science fiction spaceship yeah. ever. Yeah, I just because it's so <laughs> iconic in the movies and everything about it is so gorgeous. Yeah, but I do think when it comes to the D, that's all about style and class. It was a cruise liner. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a Hilton in space. Yeah, Hilton in space. That's, that's right. It. I have a great idea. Let's take our children on these dangerous missions. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's totally okay with it. Yeah. What do you? And you know what? We'll mine some monster. material where the captain feels awkward and he gets yeah. stuck in an elevator with them. And oh, oh my yeah. goodness! Look, it's a little cube ship. I wonder if they're yeah. friendly. And we'll get a little mini wharf. We'll yeah, that's right. That's exactly. Brian Bonsol, who also was the small kid in Family Ties. I yes, believe, he was. Wasn't he? Wow. Did he, did he pass away, or is he still the, the first Ooh, child who a... played Alexander passed away? Brian oh. Bonsai is still with us, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He is a he is a rock star now, or he's an aspiring rock star, from what I've seen. All right, that's what's up, man. Good on. I'm just wearing the wolf head. Yeah, that would be my forgotten kid. <laughs> Ernesto is exclaiming ambassador class. Is ambassador his... class. That's the C, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like the C. The C is fun. That big saucer in the center with the the flattened and then raised nacelles. The I thought that was a cool like precursor to the C. It made nah. the logical nope. sense to go from B nope. to C. You're both C. completely and utterly wrong. So. <laughs> I haven't said anything. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Joe and Ernesto. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the C is my. So I went like that when I said Ernesto, like he's behind me. Or he something. is behind oh, you. Didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the C is my least favorite one. Really? Above yeah, the... I just, and I think it's it's really not the ship's fault. I think that whenever you look at the model that appeared on screen you can tell it was a rush job and it was done kind of in a hurry which first of all the fact that they built that ship in a week oh is amazing first of all yeah but to me i just i just don't think that it i it's just not my favorite i think that it's it's weird it works because it gives us that bridging design exactly and that's but it doesn't mean it's great. It's like the awkward teenager. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they just started puberty. Yeah. Robert's concept for the, Enterprise, uh, for the Enterprise C that was actually in the uh, observation lounge for the first few mm-hmm. seasons, to me, I think would have been a better choice. But uh, apparently it was going to be too expensive to make. And they just couldn't do it with those with those curved angles. So they went with the... Uh, with the ship that we got, which, you know, not a horrible ship. I don't think any of the Enterprises are, are horrible, but it's no. my least favorite. And yes, I'm even counting the Enterprise J. I like the J. I thought that was a great yeah. concept. Oh, yeah. A whole society flying in space. Not have you seen kids. the re- have you seen the new reskin of it? No. Oh yeah, they they reskinned it. They said, oh no, it wouldn't look like the, the it wouldn't look like, you know, hull plating or anything. And so they redid it, and it's basically like the entire outside of the ship is transparent, and you can right. see all these forests on the inside and everything. Yeah, and I'm like, what a cool idea. See, that's I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. I, that's one well, thing I love about Discovery to going sh- to the future is that they've made the ships weird, and I'm all for it. Yeah. No, that, he brings Damon up. Damon believes it's point. a shame that we never got any adventures of the Enterprise B with Sulu. I think I agree with you personally. Yes. I think we all would have loved that. That's why we need an anthology series. Yeah. I think it would be cool to have like a cartoon version because I'm sure. Yes. An, an animated anthology using yeah. the actors who are still with us and voice uh, performers for those who aren't. You know, yeah. keep those characters alive. Yeah, because the guy yeah. who plays Scotty is actually sounds a lot like. Scotty, it's on James Doohan. Mm-hmm. So, James, did, or did you just say James Doohan sounds a lot like Scotty? No, no, no. The guy who <laughs> I think the guy who plays Scotty now sounds a lot like James Doohan. Oh, Simon. Uh, yeah, from the from, from the show that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. that show. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you transparent can... alu- uh, aluminum. Aluminum. Yes. Is or by then they may have transparent titanium. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I I really think that. Uh, Chris doing does a really good uh, Scotty person. He does. Yeah, he does, he does a great job. Yeah. But the the guy the guy he had was 
It's very good. I thought he did a great job. And um, another cool thing was uh, the refit that they did for Discovery slash at Strange New World. I thought that was a cool look. Oh, the Enterprise? Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. The The Disco Prize is a beautiful looking ship. I think it looks very cool. cool. And because it looks more metallic, it's like, yeah, I believe that's in space. Whereas yeah. the other ones look like... You know what? I'm getting it? really... every t And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Every time I hear the word discovery now, I feel mm. like there's a taint over it. And it's starting oh. to really annoy me. Why? <clears throat> I don't know. See, I enjoy... It's so divisive. Yeah, I enjoy the like, show. I'm programmed from half the people saying it's amazing and the other half people going, this is just not Star Trek. And it just puts a... I hear the word discovery and it puts a little damper on it. Well, to me, the way discovery is being treated right now is the same way that Voyager was being treated back in the 90s. And, you know, I think in retrospect, more people are going to recognize that it's actually a good show. I agree. Hmm. Well, just like Voyager, it's got some problem seasons. Though. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. every show's got problems. Every seasons. start. And, you yeah. know, and you know what? That's a great point, isn't it? There is no perfect season of Star Trek. It doesn't exist. Can you name one? I was going to say the first season of Strange New Worlds was very close, though. It was first quite derivative. The first, not the second season. I'm talking about the first season. Okay, I'm going to make a I'm going to make a controversial statement here. All right, Prodigy. Oh, Prodigy was very Prodigy's good. first season. Now I will tell you right now at the very beginning, I was like, oh my god, I hate Dal. He's the worst character ever. But it was done purposely. And it was done with a plan, and I think that entire season was planned out really well, and I think all the episodes added towards the plot without making it too heavily arc-driven, and I think Prodigy had what is closest to the best first season we've ever had. There you go. Go ahead, disagree. It's fine. I can't I'm not, well, I'm considering your argument. It's a pretty strong is that last? I have an immediate disagreement with that, really. I'm I mean, also that... thinking of Lower Decks. You, oh, Lower Decks had a great first season, except yeah. for the first episode. I thought the first episode was kind of cringe. Yeah. And I and unlike Prodigy, I'm looking at it and like there's no purpose there. They just did it. They just didn't know what they were doing at the well, time. Well, well, let's face it. Lower Decks is completely fourth wall. It's a fourth oh, yeah. and wall it's, I show. love Lower Decks which, so much. Which people complained about with that episode of season two that we didn't speak about was the fact that it then brought fourth wall into <clears throat> SNW. the real world and does it not cheapen the real and I no, go, get doesn't. over yourself. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> I say, grow get up. over yourself. <laughs> yeah, grow up. It, uh, it, yeah. it hurts not being able to talk about that episode right now. No, yeah, it does hurt. It does I know hurt. we could. But one but day we will. We, one day we will. Which yeah, I know we day. could, but it's like, we, I, I've, I've just made a conscious decision. Yeah, me too. To we all just, made our own you know, individual choices, and I yeah, think I'd... we respect that. Yeah. So we decided not mm -hmm. to. But this is the beautiful thing about Trek, dude. We've still got decades of Trek we can still talk about until That's right. those people sort out the issue they've got to sort out. So, yeah. um, nevertheless, though, that's I've got nothing more to add. Well, <laughs> of the of ships that you saw for the first time, which one was your favorite? The one I saw. For the, well, it's of the new the, the TOS that we just went through in this episode. Yeah, the new ones that did I like. Let's go back over them and have another look. Sure. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. This That's a beautiful-looking ship. In that's fact, cool. I would say it's probably, out of all of them, it's the prettiest-looking. Looks the most ballsy. And I'm interested in the Even fact Even over the ball said, ship? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely over the shaving can and a ball ship. <laughs> I like the idea of this one, though. It's about not speed, as you said. You said it's about Stability. Power. Yeah. So it's acceleration here. This is what it's all about. It may not be able to be the fastest, but it will, you know, it, it may get to a destination. It'll bloody your nose. It'll bloody your nose. Um, yeah. I think it's kept the most traditional elements of the the Star Trek, you know, main ship, the Enterprise, um, and added enough to it that I think it's appropriate. I think the worst one, in my opinion, is we'll scroll back. 
It's gotta be like the GoBots of end of Starship. The GoBots. Like I feel like if that thing started, it was out of alignment. It would just start spinning around on itself. <laughs> you know? uh, no, great value Starfleet. Great value Starfleet. GreatWish.com Starfleet. Like seriously, would you want to go into battle in one of those things? No, I'd stay that I'd like I said, I think I'd rather get on an O Birth class than get on one of those. <laughs> suicide ships. Suicide ship. Yeah. That's what it kinda is though. If you want to get it is. one way in, one way out, man. Yeah, let's you know. Let's just make these ships and sentiment neutral and cannon fodder. That looks yeah. like something that billionaires would take down to look at the Titanic. In. Oh, no. Not that again. Yeah. You know. I like that, but I don't. I like it, but I don't. I just don't like the second hull. Mm. It seems like an afterthought. It's like the engineers went, shit, you know what we forgot? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what it feels like. Why won't the engine start? Engine. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh no. We better put it on there. Oh no. But oh, the rest no. of it really reminds me of the NX. Yeah, you know, it's a bit more flatter. Yeah. You know, does yeah. not. Actually, this is a good question. Between the NX, like, was there any other delegations of ships before they got to the USS? Or did the NX evolve into the USS? I think that canon-wise, um, yeah. I think that whenever the uh, Romulan War broke out and mm. uh, the NX class mm. was refit with the secondary hull, I think they became USS. I could be wrong, though. Right. Which, you know, that, that again, that kind of blows canon out of the water about, you know, oh, no, the, the, the second starship to bear the name Enterprise, you know, oh... Um, but that's what I think. Either that yeah. or right after that they became USS. So mm. I think that I think that the uh the Daedalus class that we talked about were the first USS ships. Mm. Which I, I again I could be wrong. It's speculation. Why, why isn't there more material? Well, maybe there is in book form and, and graphic novels and stuff of that period between the show Enterprise and Strange New Worlds. We almost got an entire whole movie about that era. And uh, it was going to have no established characters in it. It was going to be a, a whole new cast with the exception of one character who was going to appear in this movie. And I think it would have been amazing because that one character was going to be Shran. Oh, wow. That would have been cool. Jeffrey and Cole. it was going to be all about the uh, the Romulan War and the founding of the Federation and everything. But then somehow, so for some reason or another, the, the man who wrote Band of Brothers was writing it. Oh, my God. And then for some reason good. or another, it never came through. And they ended up doing J.J. Uh, Abrams' Star Trek movie, which is still, in my opinion, an absolutely brilliant reboot. I do enjoy that one a lot. In fact, I'll probably watch it for the show. The thing is, because I'm going to be, this may be controversial here. Um, did you, because it was axed after four seasons, do you feel that we never got delivered some of those elements that we really Absolutely. thought we were going to get in Enterprise? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We because, I mean, it's that last episode. It's the insult of that last episode, isn't it? Does it more so to me than it's about main TNG characters? It's the fact that, such an important moment in history is used in such a small dismissive way mm -hmm. like an epilogue it was it was bad i yeah. mean there's really no even brandon and and rick have come up and said yeah that sucked we're sorry yeah they even they talked about that on the shuttle pod show they brought them on they were like because it's a, it's a fascinating moment in time i would think i'd like to see a show where they're like you're going around recruiting all these planets like yeah, that would have been period where yeah. where it's it's almost like a diplomatic show. Like, uh, you know what's funny? Like Discovery actually did that in season three. Yes, they did. Yeah, where they went around trying to rebuild, and they got the weird like moth bug aliens. Yeah, that's true. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, they got, no, the, they got the trail to rejoin, and yeah, and right. eventually the the Vulcans yeah. came back, and the humans came back, and everything. In the I like that. Yeah. Is any is is that stuff in the can? Did they shoot season five yet? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's it's all Stop. ready to go, except for maybe a few special effects. Yeah, because they had to redo the the ending because it was an official ending instead of uh, no mm -hmm. cliffhanger type of thing. 
people, people hated Enterprise at the time, just like disco. And eventually, people realised how good disco is. Yeah, yep. I think that happens a lot in fandom, actually. You know, I mean, I can even say that in Star Wars fandom regarding the prequels. Oh, um, I remember people hating Deep Space Nine, saying it yeah, was the worst yeah. thing ever. And I'm just like, are you out of your mind? Deep Space Nine. Is oh, like, look, it yeah. was rocky there in the first season a couple of times. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was just yeah. talking to my buddy about, uh, I was watching the episode where, I think his name was Vendika, this alien that like could not really die and... The they had this like dog the bounty hunter type taking him back and then he made a deal with Cork and was gonna pass his essence on and it was basically passed on to Bashir and Bashir had to act like this bad, weird, slow talking alien and then be Bashir all in the same episode. I was like, this was very awkward. Oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That was <laughs> yeah. a weird one. That was so weird. Yeah, I see what you. Well, the, can you, Jason? You'd got cutting off when I mentioned that next week we are back in the agony booth with the child, and your reaction really struck me because you seemed that seemed like an unjust. I don't episode to be think, on there. I I'm not like saying it's the best one ever, but I honestly, whenever I saw it was on the uh, the wheel of agony, I was very surprised mm. because I. I don't think it's bad. I actually think it's got some very lovely moments in it. It's all it, I mean, the, the theme is a little bit weird with consent and everything like that. But the whole idea that an alien wants to know what it is to be human. So the alien basically gets itself to be born and live the entire time. I've seen, I've seen variations of that in everything from Star Trek to Thundercats. And I think it was done very yeah. well there. Yeah. Oh, great. That's what we'll make it. So, guys, you've got a week to watch yeah. that episode of The Child and we'll, and we'll get stuck into it next week. And remember, Agony Booth tw every two weeks now, moving forward, won't stop. So, and, uh, yeah, lots more goodness coming down. I'm going to wrap this up, guys, unless you've got anything else to add. No. Soup good is good help. food. Soup is good food. Remember the go. shit that you, you don't get that much attention because they do went on some very – miraculous missions and they're very important for their own reasons so that's why well, we these are the ships that you need to give shit about all ships are beautiful except the jaeger class <laughs> ouch i think yeah. on that note we're out of here all right <laughs>